The following program is rated TVMANOC. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Michelle Obama says pizza is a vegetable. <laughs> Go to the fucking gym. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is factivism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia, your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Normal. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome everyone to episode 25 Hundo and Flati Dos. Of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm because when I flex, you flex. We all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and yahoos? It's your boy, Papa Swole. Yo, back with another episode. Today's episode, the Beast Cast, is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2 Flexing on all you beaches. It's the fucking Catalina one. It's the the fucking Catalina Wine Yow, 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 yow. Fam, welcome to the show. It is Swole Slut Saturday. It is episode 2542 Saturday, April the 20. Dose, welcome to the show. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button no matter where you're watching. All those links for the live stream. If you're just listening on a podcast, uh, in the description down below, you can learn more. TheDailySwole.com for the links. And of course, if you are ready to join the Swole fam today, head on over to SwoleNormousX.com. We are fresh off an amazing overtime segment with a brand new driving while gaining. It was fucking, that was fire, wasn't it, fam? That was awesome. That was awesome. That up on the screen, it was absolutely lit. Uh, so now available inside Swole TV for members, Elon's massive rocket exploded. And pop your very own Papa Swolio went fucking off on it so go and check that out inside swole tv we have the overtime segment we have the drive while gaining uncensored we have brand new balls deep edits everything was epic yesterday and thank you for everyone that was showing up live but join the fam today get access to all the private live streams plus all our programs yoga meditation all seven pillars learn more swolenormousx.com if you're not yet a member and you're banging your ear holes why the fuck have you not joined yet very very silly goose matt says rocket man goddamn right god damn right if you know, you know, and if you're there, you know. All right, let's get into today's episode. We have some awesome Swole Fam posts. We'll take some questions. And of course, we're going to go balls deep. We got a lot of stuff in the balls deep section, so we'll see what we can get through. Let's bust the nut open and get today's party started. Ow.
All right, hashtag swole slut for a chance to win today's swole card again. That's triple S. That way you don't get banned. Hashtag triple S. It's swole slut Saturday. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here. Drop that in the comments down below if you're watching live. And of course, we will give that away at the end of today's episode. Now let's spit on it. Let's get into those swole fan posts, shall we, fam? Let's get into that tip. Babe, just an inch, just an inch. It's cold outside. All right. I hope you uh, hope you smash some steel today. If you did smash already, drop in the comments below. I'm excited because I am going to pick up two new pieces of equipment today. I'm going to go make the rounds and go pick up some new shit. So excited about that. Uh, always nice to to add on to the uh, the home gym. So those of you, a lot of you in the Swole Fam are little home gym junkies now. And uh, it's always nice to add some new elements to the repertoire. But before we get more into that. What's in the box? Let's get into some Swole Fam pose. It's going to be a good day. Swole Sat Saturday. Let's fucking go. All right. Everyone loves some new stuff. All right. L says, just in case anyone needs to hear this because I did, it's okay to rest. Well, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> I've had a lot going on lately. I strained a trapezius muscle and been going to the therapist. I've had two busy days and nights at work. I'm a full-time firefighter and we work 24-hour shifts and it has me feeling worn down. Tonight is a training night uh, for my department. It's designed so our part-time members can hone their skills since they don't work as often. For me, it's optional. Some might be saying, why the fuck would you do something extra for work? But I love my job and the people I work with. I was on the phone with my brother and I told him I was getting ready to go. He stopped me and said, don't you think you should maybe rest sometimes? Truthfully, I hadn't. He knew I had not gotten decent sleep for the past few days and was also healing uh, or dealing with an injury. We discussed it and he reminded me that it's just as important as training to recover. I decided to stay home, do some yoga, call an early night and I'm as I'm back on shift tomorrow and I'm thankful for someone like him in my corner. Sorry for the long post. Just wanted to share in case anyone else needs the message. I was definitely ignoring hashtag seven pillars community recovery and swole fam. So I like the concept of recovery rather than rest. I think rest is a psychologically like, oh, let me just kick back recovery. Recovery is more important than training. If you're not recovering, then you can't train effectively. So recovery is essential. Pillar number four, as you wrote in your hashtags L and good for you. And thank you for serving your community. We love us some firefighters. Anyone else doing emergency firefighter or law enforcement, anything, anyone in the live chat, uh, Jitty, J I T E E from our discord. Hi, my name is Claudia. I was close. I've been strength training regularly for the past three years and have built quite a bit of muscle. This is confirmed by my results in the gym and sometimes good lighting in the bathroom. <laughs> However, I still have a fairly high body fat percentage, about 28 to 30%, I think. So it doesn't really look like I'm exercising at all. I would like to go below 25% and finally show off these muscles. I know I need to, I know I need to change the way I eat, but it's not easy. So I decided to seek your support. Among my friends, practically no one exercises regularly, let alone a healthy diet. An interesting fact in Poland where I live, the obesity rate is below 25%, but most people do not eat well and do not exercise. I have the impression that the only difference is that Poles walk everywhere and cook at home. So uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I think we've had you in the in the live chat a lot, Claudia. So welcome officially to the fan from Poland. That's fantastic. First off, 
you're approximating, I don't know how you're measuring the percentage of your body fat. It's not the most important thing. It is important. But of course, having that number, if you set those proper habits, that will improve and that will get better. You'll decrease your um, extra body fat that you don't need. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, it's also the type of food in Poland. So sure, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people cook at home, but also the laws in Europe for many foods, genetically modified foods and processed, highly ultra processed vegetable oils and things like that. A lot of the garbage that we have in the foods in the United States is not legal and not used widely in Europe. And those of you that might be watching live, because I guess it's like the evening over there or late afternoon in Europe now, you can confirm or deny or correct me, but there's a lot of, there are a lot of food ingredients. There's a lot of, in the manufacturing of food um, that you're not allowed to use in, in Europe, in many countries where it's a free for all here in the United States. So you have to be much more vigilant and a lot of people that have joined the Swole Fam and when I was training and just people, because I'm in Florida, so there's a lot of people that come and visit and move here from other countries, not just the United States. It's a big tourist place for people coming from overseas. Uh, they gain weight. It's so common for people to move here from Europe and gain 20 or 30 pounds in a year or two because of all the gluten and the way the grain, I mean, grains are a problem to begin with, but all these the manufacturing, the type of grains, the, I want to say the loopholes, but there aren't the same types of restrictions. So people are getting a lot more of inflammatory response. They're gaining a lot more weight. It fucks up your hormones a lot more. All the glyphosate and soy and corn sugar and stuff that we use in all our foods, especially if you're, if you're cooking at home, even in the United States, you're still going to do a lot better, but you also don't, you're not subjected to the same types of things in Europe. If anyone has personal experience with that, you can filter that into the comments. Uh, Kim from our Facebook group says, Hey, Swole Fam, 2023 marks 10 years since I started my fitness journey, and the Swole Fam plays a huge part in my journey. That's fantastic. 10 years. I found Papa six years ago, and he changed my perspective and mindset. I hit the gas and never hit the brakes. I just want to thank all of you for the support, harsh truth, realness, authenticity, and for being badass human beings. Papa, you are changing lives. I'm so grateful for you. That is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing, Kim. It's super humbling. Six years. Six years. You found me six years ago. I just pretty much, that's almost when we started. So it's 2023, and that was 2017 around this time period. So six years ago is April 2017. We started, or I started doing all this stuff back in March of 2016. So pretty much when we were just planting seeds, the the 90 day dash was released and things were just kind of starting to, to pick up and gain momentum. So thank you so much for being a part of this, this entire time. And, uh, you're still crushing it. You look amazing. Look at this before and after picture. Look at this shit. If you're just listening, you have to turn on the show and, and, and check this out. If you're listening on Spotify, by the way, you can listen and watch on Spotify, but this picture is amazing. Night and day difference from the left to the right. Keep it up. Looking fantastic. And here's to six more years. Keep it up. Keep it up. That's fucking awesome. 
Our last post from the discussion boards from Mariah from our mindfulness section on the discussion boards. Pillar number six, of course, if you know the seven pillars. And uh, she writes, got through a rough couple of weeks, which meant hammering down on mindfulness to not binge. The last couple days leading to tax day was especially hard, but I managed to get through. Just wanted to say that to let anyone else who struggles with binging know that there is a life where you aren't always hungry. But when you are tempted, emotionally triggered, etc., practicing mindfulness is a literal lifesaver. You can do it. And the you tomorrow is going to be so grateful for the temporary discomfort the you yesterday went through in order to slow down, think about what you're doing, and walk away uh, down some water, meditate, keep pushing through you guys. That is great advice. Practice your meditation. Do your five minutes of brain gains anytime you are subjected to those types of triggers. And remember, the more frequently you practice mindfulness meditation, the more you practice pillar number six, you do your brain gains, the more you will be present and you will notice when these triggers start to arise and you can pause and pivot. If you're not aware and you're living in this haze and you're just reactive all the time, you're going to succumb to those previous habits and binge eat or drink or smoke or whatever um, you know, whatever habit had you locked in, whatever, whichever vice was holding you back and uh, dragging you down into the undertaint of, I don't know, being a beach. But that's an awesome story, Mariah. Man, Swolfam crushing. If you want to join Mariah, Kim, uh, Claudia, I was going to say Jati and L, join us inside the Swolfam today, swolnormousx.com. Thank you, ladies. Ladies holding it down on the uh, tip today. Man, ladies holding it down the tip. So make sure you check us out, swolnormousx.com, and hit that thumbs up button. Leave us a review for the podcast. The Daily Swole is banging ear holes on all apps. We're live on Rumble. We're live on YouTube. And of course, um, all those links over there in the description down below. Let's see here. Uh, let's see what we got here. Yeah, you got it, Kim. That's fantastic. Cerny dropping some swole slut. Hashtag triple S. In the comments down below, Swole Slut is the card today. Uh, let's see this. Mark Grizzly Magnum, Papa Swolio, in your opinion. And if you have a question, you can start dropping in the comments below. Hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. We'll take some calls too. In your opinion, where do you think the whole concept of cheat meals came from? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know where the... That's a good thing to look up. I don't know who's the first person that came up with cheat meals. Probably from bodybuilding. It's got to be from bodybuilding when you're restricting your diet in a big way to minimize water, to be as lean as possible. Remember, bodybuilding is lifting your training, but it's very dependent on your nutrition. Of course, performance is as well, but performance is completely different than the way you look. Uh, there are professional boxers, heavyweight boxers that are fat and flabby, but they, they're at the top of their game and they're performing at a high level. When I say fat and flabby, they just have a different body composition. And for whatever reason, they're performing well with that body composition. Because if you're very, very lean, it doesn't always mean that your performance is going to be at a high level. Bodybuilding is the aesthetics. You're trying to be symmetrical. You're trying to be dry and pumped and dehydrate yourself. You know, because visually, all you're doing is stepping up. And it's not easy. You're posing and it's very challenging and it's grueling in the weeks and weeks leading up to it. But you might be eating a certain way and hardcore restriction. So I'm assuming it came somewhere from hardcore restriction and then, you know, letting up a little bit 
with a quote unquote cheat meal because you're cheating. You're not sticking to your nutrition. But in my opinion, you know, being a bodybuilder isn't a healthy approach. If you're doing bodybuilding, you're not pursuing health. All right, let's just get that out of the way. If you're pursuing bodybuilding, your your goal isn't longevity. Your goal isn't to be healthy. Your goal is to be as big, symmetrical, um, dry, X, Y, and Z, all the things that you're going to be judged on based on whatever you're competing with, whether it's figure, whether it's the 212, whether it's heavyweight division, all those different things. I'm sure there's a lot of other divisions now with bodybuilding. Uh, same thing. Lacey says strongman is the same for sure. You're not looking to, it doesn't matter Lacey, right? It doesn't matter what your body fat percentage is. It matters what the time is that you finish a certain event or how much you lift or whatever it is, whatever the strongman competition is. Like you have to carry this stone back and forth as many times in a minute, whatever it is, the performance is what matters. So everyone's going to have a different, uh, a different composition or body fat composition for their performance, which is going to be different from person to person. Uh, and depending on what kind of performance you want, obviously your body fat percentage is going to be different if you do marathon running versus if you're a sprinter versus if you're a power lifter versus if you are fill in the blank. So, you know, where it came from, I don't know if it really matters, but I'm sure it came out of or it grew out of something like bodybuilding where you had a lot of restriction to get a specific result. And, you know, you know me, I'm not a fan of the whole chicken and rice and plain flavorless type of thing, but I do understand that if you're trying to get as lean and shred as possible, maybe you do want to cut back on the amount of fat you're consuming, even if it's healthy fat, right? Because you're not going for health. You're not trying to do it to be healthy. You're doing it and you're restricting your calories. You're making sure you're not overeating and you're getting enough protein, blah, 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 because you want to get as lean as possible but I'll say it for the thousandth time being as lean as possible. Isn't the same as being as healthy as possible. You can be too lean. You can fuck up your hormones by having too little body fat percentage. So you have to be careful looking online and social media and seeing all these people that are shredded and dieting down for a photo shoot. I want to look like that. Can you look like that? Sure. But it's not something that's healthy to maintain year round. So this is where I have come in terms of my own training, I want to be lean. I want to have muscles. I want to see definition, but I don't want to be micromanaging my caloric intake. I don't care if I drop a couple percentages. Sometimes if I feel a little bit heavier or maybe I've you know been eating a little bit extra for too long, I'll just cut down a little bit. I want to be, get a little bit lighter, but I'll fluctuate a couple pounds here and there. I'm not trying to lose 20 pounds or gain 20 pounds, maybe a little bit here and there, but also the summer it's hotter. I'm out in the sun a lot more. I'm using a lot more energy. So I usually tend to get leaner in the summer anyway because of longer days and just more taxing training outside. Um, so yeah, just make sure that you keep in mind the context of what you're discussing because it's very easy to want to look like someone, but are you looking, are you aiming to look like someone that's at the peak of their discomfort? If you want to look like a bodybuilder on stage, uh, you're going to have to do what they do and it's not a healthy pursuit. All right, let's see. There you go. Any other binge eating stories? I really like to. Let's see. Witchy Rose really feel bad today. I always compare myself with people who do it better, 
especially because they all think they do. They even treat me that way. So I'm happy that I see you're live right now. Well, first off, thank you for being here. I'm really excited and I'm glad that you are plugging into the Swolfam rather than maybe a, a, some other sort of coping mechanism. So I'm glad that you're here. I always compare myself with people who do it better. If you, ref you might have to just reframe this in your mind because we talked about it yesterday, the famous quote, comparison is the thief of joy. It's one thing to challenge yourself and be inspired by someone else. Like, hey, they're doing this in a, in a certain way. Maybe I can do that too. It should inspire you, but it shouldn't make you feel less than. So if you see someone that has more or has something that you want to achieve, don't let it make you feel less about yourself. Reframe it as, ooh, inspiration. If someone else can do it, I can do it too, which is much more true. It doesn't speak about what you are doing or not doing. Everyone else has a different starting point. Everyone else has different skills. There's luck that's involved or being in the right situation and not all, and just being fortunate to be in the right situation and then taking uh, advantage of that situation. And hindsight's twenty twenty. You can always look back on your life and think, hmm, if I did this, that would have been a lot better. That would have been a huge move. But that's why they say hindsight's twenty twenty. You can always look back and think of all the things you could have done better, but you can't travel through time. But you said here, especially because they all think they do. So they think they do it better. I'm not sure who you're referring to if you want to follow up because you're on the live stream. They even treat you that way. You need to cut yourself. You need to cut these people out. If you have people around you that think that they're better than you and treat you less than, those people need to be absolutely burned out of your life. Cut those people off as quickly as possible. I don't have any more context, but that's a lot of negativity in your environment. And that's one thing that you can control when it comes to the seven pillars is who you allow in your environment. All right. Do not let other people to infect your life. You have to reinforce that and remove yourself as much as possible from being around those people. Eric Monty, I noticed since I started training hard, my binge eating cravings have gotten better. Good. Good for you. Uh, Tyler Papasoli, going back to the story from Balls Deep yesterday, does BPA and BPS tie in with grocery bags? Most plastics, I believe, what are the grocery bags made from? They're made from petroleum, right? I think it's, I remember there was some stat, you can Google this, Tyler. I think it's, X, I forget, it was X amount of bags. If you use the petroleum that you use to make 100 grocery bags, you could drive for two miles or something like that. Yeah, plastics off gas, oftentimes, um, Ziploc bags, all these things I would just generally not use. You don't really want your food or things to be in contact with. If you touch a grocery bag, is it going to absorb in your skin the same way a receipt does? I don't believe so, but I would recommend using paper or you can use, if you have, if you're going shopping, you know, you can get those canvas reusable bags. Yes, it's better for the is it saving the environment? If everyone does it, sure, but it's also better for you. It's easier to carry if you put it in these reusable bags. It's easier to carry. You don't have to worry about the bags ripping and things like that. So you could do that if you're concerned with it. I don't blame you. I try to try to avoid those things as much as possible, but it depends on where you go shopping. Whole Foods uses paper bags, but if you get those reusable ones, you can reuse them. You don't have to worry about it. Bring them there and 
the clerk will put your food in your bags. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Tyler, do you ever ask yourself, I could bulk up a bit with muscle? Or do you want to stay the same? So you're asking me, do I want to bulk up or stay the same? I never want to stay the same. I'm always trying to build, but right now I'm actually, I'm getting stronger. I'm building muscle. I'm building strength, improving strength, but I'm also training differently. So I'm taking a different approach. I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily trying to get bigger, 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 but a little bit leaner just for the summer. I felt a little bit heavy recently, but I was bulking and eating a lot. And that was my intent. I was doing it on purpose. So I just feel whenever the summer comes around, I naturally just get a little bit, a little bit leaner because I'm out longer days, sunny, hot. I'm outside a lot. I'm using a lot more energy. So it just tends to happen naturally that way, but I'm always trying to lift and improve my strength and challenge myself. But we talked about it yesterday. Was it yesterday? We're talking about the intensity, higher intensity training, less volume. Let's see. Uh, Mariah, the first time I experienced not being hungry, I felt like a drug addict getting clean. It's so freeing. Exactly. And if you eat more nutrient-dense food, you can go longer between meals. You'll find yourself just being more satisfied. You don't feel hungry because you have nutrients. You have nutrient-dense food that you consumed and you don't, you don't have the same cravings. Yeah, I agree with that. Machete... Reusable bags are great when you remember to bring them. Just leave them in your car, but that's totally common. When I was going shopping, we order our food a lot, or Mama Soy will get it after she goes to a yoga class and things like that. But I had a bunch of re reusable bags, and I always forgot to bring them, so it kind of defeated the purpose. But you can leave them in the trunk of your car. Brittany, Papa Soy, do you fast on mobility days and or days you lift heavy? Does it matter? Thank you. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of fasting when I'm lifting heavy which is pretty uh, pretty frequently. So fasting or eating less, for example, yesterday, I had a friend in from out of town for a few days and my dad was in town. So I, we were eating big meals and we don't usually eat the same thing, but we had, you know, we had them over. So it was like steak and I was cooking the steak. It just gets heavy sometimes. So yesterday was a little bit lighter. I just had kefir. I had some fruit. I had, I definitely had protein and I still lifted heavy. But usually when I'm lifting heavy, I'm hungry and I want to eat. I want to refuel. So I personally do think it's better to fast when you're on a lower intensity day. You're doing mobility or swolga or yoga if you're going to do a fast. Again, intermittent fasting, it's really more about restricting your caloric intake for intermittent fasting. Is it going to, it's not the same as doing longer periods of fasting. Uh, so you have to find what works best for you. But generally, I'll have some kefir in the morning. Maybe I'll have some honey or some fruit, and then I'll train. I usually eat one big meal a day. The rest of it is usually raw dairy or fruit, something light, because it's either before, during, or after my workout. And then usually in the mid or late afternoon, early evening, we'll have a bigger meal, because that's usually when she's home, when Mama Solia comes home. So we'll usually have our meal four, five, six o'clock, and we'll have like a bigger sit down meal, but I'm not sitting there usually during the day eating steak and cooking eggs. I just don't like to slow down. I like to do things. So I'd rather just kind of graze or have some small things. <clears throat> All right, let's take a call. 
If you got a question and you want to call in, remember, as always, askpapasolio.com. Feel free to do so. We have Jackie on the line. Hola, Papa Solio. Um, I was just wondering, do you have recommendations for the shoulder mobility stick? Or is that what it's called? Um, I just see you using that tool and oh, it looks plug. really good. Like it must feel really good to to move your shoulder like that. So I was wondering if, oh, it does. like, where do you start? Can you just grab anything and do that? Or are those like specific weighted tools um, that you use? So, yeah, thank you. You're very welcome. Oh, you can, you can grab it. You can, you can just grab anything. <laughs> just kidding. So at first I wasn't sure if you were referring to a product that's called, cause I, I think there is something called mobility stick, right? Those big orange ones, like the stretching sticks and things. Those are cool. Um, so anyway, I'm assuming you're talking about the club. So shoulder mobility, it's also for strength. It's for grip strength. It's elbow mobility. It's fantastic. If you have never used a steel club, we have these steel club programs, uh, the swole flow series inside the program vault in Swolenormous X. We have swollen seven club. They're fantastic. So I would recommend for depends on your experience with lifting, but you always want to go light. So for a female, I would say two, right? Two to three pounds. They might be, you can get them on Amazon. They might be a plastic. I think three pounds might be a steel, but I'm not sure. And then you can progress to a four pound or five pound club, but they're fantastic. They're fantastic. Where do you start? You start light doing the inside and then, you know, outside or circles just essentially it's called shield casting, but I just call them inside and outside circles. They're fantastic. Start light. You want to do hundreds and thousands of reps, build up the skill, do it consistently, do it before. You could do it a little bit every day. I do it a little, I do it every day. I'm swinging something every day, whether it's a mace, a balava, like a short mace or a club, I'll swing something every day. Um, but lightweight, do a lot of frequency. And after you build that foundation, then you can have periods where you go heavier, but depends. It's really more about repetitions, doing hundreds and thousands of repetitions, not in a day, but you can, you can get to that point. Um, I'll usually do 10 to 20 minutes a day of swinging. It's fantastic. Matt the Great, she thinks your stick looks good, <laughs> obviously. Based. Thank you for calling, Jackie. If you want to follow up, um, feel free to call back in. Let's see. Chris, what's up, Chris? Papa Soli, I'm having issues getting enough protein since I started eating better. I find that I'm just not as hungry as I used to be. How do you get enough protein only eating one meal a day? Well, I mentioned I'm not just eating one meal a day. I'm sitting down and having a formal meal. You know, I'm cooking a steak or I'm eating, we're eating ground beef or something uh, once a day, but I'm having kefir, I'm having yogurt. I am consuming protein, right? So if you have a few cups, that's like 30 grams of protein or 40 grams of protein. If I'm having yogurt or kefir, plus if I'm eating steak. So I, I'm getting my protein in. I'm getting my protein in. I don't literally only eat once a day. So that's a good point. Absolutely. If you're literally only eating, you're only consuming calories once a day, you're not going to be able to consume enough protein. It's going to be very, very challenging. So your quote once a day can be a four hour eating window, but it's still challenging to consume that much within that three or four hour eating window. So if you're trying to hit your protein requirements, you're probably going to have to do two, two meals a day or so. Yeah, that's the thing. It depends on how you define it. So one meal a day is literally you're eating once a day. But like I said, I, I do my morning mule. I wake up, I plunge, I pull the sled, I push a sled and I do my Versa climber for 10, for, 
it's about 10 minutes after I do that kind of stuff. So I get a sweat going. So I get my morning kind of cardio. I get my plunge. I'm out in the sun a little bit and then I'll come in and I'll have usually a mason jar of kefir. It's usually a three cups or so. And then we'll make coffee and then I'll do the show like I'm doing now. And then I usually work out and lift some weights. I'll have some honey before I train and then I'll eat a big meal afterwards. So sometimes I'm having a steak, um, you know, butter and whatever. And then afterwards we'll have some fruit, might have some yogurt. So I'm getting more protein in there too. But it is very important to get in protein and one meal a day. It's really hard to get in your protein. One meal a day is great for people that need to lose a lot of body fat. They want to get rid of, you know, your overweight, obese, and you're trying to cut down, but you want to get enough protein. So I would stop. I, w- I wouldn't think so much about one meal a day as more a time restricted eating window. You're not eating all day and night, but you're keeping your caloric intake window a little more limited, but then focusing on getting enough protein, focus on more higher protein meals, protein fat, keep the carbs playing with the carbohydrates is a great way to make sure you're not putting on too much fat or retaining too much water. Uh, tainty man. Oh my tainty man. You are on the tainty cam. You are on the tainty cam, my little tainty man. And the church. Oh, my goodness. Can I rub your ears? Can I rub your ears, churchly mouse? Good girl. All right. Let's hear. Let's see what we got here. Let's see. Witchy Rose, thank you so much, guys, for helping me out with all of this. So sorry for this late reply, but I'm about 10 minutes behind. My family is treating me like I'm an idiot, but I'm really, I'm just really traumatized. (sighs) I guess, aren't we all? We're all traumatized to a point. You know, we have these imprinted things from our childhood. Sometimes we have very toxic family that we can't, we didn't choose our family. You didn't choose who, you didn't choose your mother or your father or your sister, you didn't choose any of that. So, you know, you can pick your friends though. So right now you can decide who you're gonna spend time with, but you can't choose who you're related to. That's just chance. So you could be grateful that you're here, but it doesn't mean that they're great people. Um, That's just unfortunate. You could be thankful, you can love them, but it doesn't mean you wanna spend time with them all the time. So, you know, you need to, are you living with them? If you're living with them, you it's, do whatever you can to move out. Um, but meditation and mindfulness and centering yourself and reading books, listening to podcasts, like joining us here, it's a great way to insulate yourself from negative people, or at least listening to this kind of content, being a part of the swole fam and stuff can help you balance that out in the meantime. But pillar number one is so important. Community in your environment is so important. All right, so let's get into another call. This is called Unknown. Unknown. We have a call from Unknown, like Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Some of you might get that. Unknown. So, Papa Swallow, do you um do you like doing certain videos like that, or do you like standing outside there doing those TikTok videos every day? Like, is it? fun to do those videos or or what do you like using the most tiktok or instagram because your video your videos are kind of funny and uh yeah that would be kind of cool just meet you in real life and 
whatever, and, uh, yeah, so, my question is, do you like posting on TikTok or Instagram? <laughs> okay, first off, thanks for the call. Um, yeah, that was, that, that call took, that was, you know, that was like one of those windy mountain roads. Like, you're going to get to the point, you're going to get to the end location, but it's like, eh, let's go back, let's kind of go here, we're like, yeah, oh, look, a bird, yeah, a squirrel. Do I like posting? Um, I don't like doing anything. I don't like posting any of it. And it's just because it has nothing to do with posting on them. I don't like posting on Twitter. I don't like posting on TikTok. I don't like posting on Instagram. I don't like posting on YouTube. I don't like the only thing I like doing. I like doing the podcast. I don't like doing all that. Do I like filming? Maybe when I'm filming. But I mean, I, I don't think about it as like I do it because I need to do it. I do it because I need to post on TikTok and Instagram. So I record videos for TikTok and Instagram. The most important thing is that, you know, I post the videos that I want to post. But at the same time, of course, I want views. I want the attention because it's good for business. It's good to get the message across. It's, you know, you, you like to do something and have a positive outcome. But I don't. Like, ooh, I love making content for this. I enjoy doing drive mall gaining. I enjoy doing the podcast, but I don't think about it in terms of enjoyment. It's not, it's, I'm not working in a coal mine, you know? I'm not, you know, doing roofing in fucking May. I'm, I'm not, so it's not necessarily a physically laborious job, but it's about being consistent. So, do I enjoy it? Yeah, to a point, but I don't do it because I enjoy it. I enjoy the message. I enjoy getting people to take fucking action. But in terms of like, do I like TikTok? I, I don't like it. I use it. And when attention shifts and it goes somewhere else, I'll post there. So I'll post on all these places because I need to post in all these places but I don't really think of it as like doing it. Oh, I love TikTok. I love Instagram. So I don't do it from a personal standpoint. A lot of people use apps because they use it. Like, like I enjoy watching things on this app. I enjoy doing this. I have a business. So I post wherever I need to post where people are going to see it. Liking doesn't factor into it. But in terms of the messaging and the seven pillars, I, I know what you mean. I enjoy, I enjoy the manner in which I create content. That's different than liking Instagram or liking TikTok. I will say right now, it's very interesting. Um, you guys don't see analytics. You don't see the stuff on your end, but it's so interesting how there's always seasons with these apps. So TikTok is like when I think they recently made some algorithmic changes but man, all of a sudden my views, it was like fucking uber viral. It was super crazy. And then all of a sudden, boom, like views just tanked on TikTok suddenly. But I'm also not, I don't make the, I, I, I'm not making content that just for the views. If I did, it would be different. It would be different type of content. I'm not doing things just for the views. The views will come. The views will go. They'll come back around again. I have my flag planted. I do stuff my way. The views will come back. They'll go away. They'll come back. There's always seasons for these things. Algorithmic changes and then the views go down. Like Instagram was growing like fucking crazy. And all of a sudden you see the analytics. It's crazy. It's like this is, and then boom, 
it happens all the time. YouTube happens like that. It's just like they flip a switch and all of a sudden, boom, your videos just don't get the same reach. So you don't get the same amount of followers. It just cuts. So it's, it's not even anything on my end and you have to adapt or die and be consistent. So I'm going to keep on doing my thing. People still need to go to the fucking gym. They're still fat as fuck. Nothing changes. Like my God, talk about, talk about having a job, <laughs> you know, talk, talking about having things to do for the rest of my life, trying to get people to get off their fat, lazy fucking asses and take action. That's never going to get, that's never going to go away. So, but we're moving into a different season. We're moving into summer swole. There's going to be a lot of America. It's going to be a lot of Papa Solio 2024. So we got a lot of, you know, fresh epic content coming. So, you know, it happens. It happens, but I'm not doing things. And and that's the thing. A lot of people will make content to get views. And if they're not getting views, they'll do different things. And like, how can I get more views? That's great. I love getting views. And yes, I'm going to try different things to kind of break through and crack the algorithm and play the code, but I'm not going to sell out or do things specifically for the views. A lot of people will only do that and they get trapped doing something that they don't like. I will try different things that I like doing and that I want to do. And if they happen to get views, cool bonus, but I'm not going to only do things for the views because then I'm not going to, it's not going to be authentic. So you have to find that line. And I'd rather not get views for a little bit and go through like a kind of an ice age for a little bit then sell out and take a direction that I'm not going to enjoy long-term because that's really what this is all about. It's about be doing, what can I do and how can I do what I do and be consistent long-term because if I sprint and I burn out, you see a lot of these YouTubers and people, I burnt out. I did this. Yeah. Like you didn't do it right. You didn't do it right. If you're doing it properly, you don't burn out. You can shift gears. You can adjust. You can, but it's all about being consistent. So like, I know certain things that I could do to get a ton of views. Like I could, these are ideas that I'm not going to do. I could think about how many views it would get if I was one of those people, you know how they do prank videos or people always go out in public and they're doing things. If I stood by the side of the street, right. And I had a big sign that said, go to the fucking gym. And I held it to cars and you had like a camera long shot across the street or outside of McDonald's. Like I could do that and be really confrontational and. Like, ugh, but I would never do that. I don't want to do, you know, on the street interviews and shit like that. Like, I, I, I don't want to. I know that would get a lot of views and yeah, that would be, oh, I wouldn't enjoy it. So I'm not going to do it. Like, there's a lot of things like that that could be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not that guy. Let other people do it. Like, I need to do what I'm best at and what I like doing and then other people can do what they're best at. Some people like doing prank videos and Home Depot and, I don't know, fucking around with people. I, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. So there's something for everyone, but you have to, you have to do something. You have to be authentic with your content and then it's going to be your way. So I do things my way and then you kind of set yourself apart and develop and change and X, Y, and Z wax. Uh, Papa Swolio. Personally, your content changed how I perceived many things in my own fitness and health. Thank you for all you've done and are currently doing. I've followed your channel since 2018. Wax, thank you so much. I appreciate you being here and thank you for saying so. I know a lot of you have been watching and listening for a while, but I do appreciate you uh, you laying it out. Thank you. Thank you for being here. 2018, five years. 
almost six. Again, here's the six more. Wax and Kim fucking holding it down. Cerny's been here for a hot minute. I know Eric. I don't think Eric is here right now, but Eric has been here since 2016. He'll, st he'll still pop in the chat. It's fucking epic. Brittany, Papa's literally the reason my life changed for the better. I'm so grateful in all of you as well. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you. Appreciate the, the love and support, fam. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's the extreme case, but there are a lot of people that have that kind of that kind of result, maybe not that extreme. So Pedro says, you mean like those foodie folks or Nico Cotto having to eat and eat and eat to keep their audiences? Yeah. Like the, he's miserable. There's no question about it. You don't eat that kind of garbage and have that kind of diseased body and not be miserable and have to like always be like, you know, being a fucking kicking crybaby with all this garbage food. Like that's nasty. That's nasty. That's disgusting. Cause I don't want to have a, an audience that, pities me and watches me because they're embarrassed for me and they're getting just they're grossed out and they watch it because it's just it's like an accident they can't turn away oh what an awful life uh danny one thing i love over the years your format may have made some changes but your fundamentals never have yeah but i'm learning and developing right so the reason why and thank you danny for being here all this time and that's right on too i started off just by sharing my experience and answering a lot of questions and we still do that so of course the formats change and a lot of people that come into my content now, they're like, oh, this guy just says go to the fucking gym. Well, I, I don't care. People can think what they want. You know, you watch those videos, you think that's all I do. But this is only this style of video and this style of, you know, that kind of thing. It's been since like 2020. So that's been three years. I also made content for four years prior to that. So it's not obviously the only thing that I do. I don't take offense to that. Obviously we do drive mall gainings. We do all the private calls, all the episodes of the podcast, but I don't expect people to come into the content and all of a sudden know everything. They see, they see the tip of the iceberg. They see, oh, he's got millions of followers and he tells people to go to the fucking gym. They go to the fucking gym guy. That's fine. That's fine. You know, and it'll be something else and it'll develop. But the seven pillars, the seven pillars have been there. Seven pillars have been there and those don't change. But the, like the messaging stays the same, but the format changes. So until there's another app, there'll be something else, right? Maybe it's not TikTok. Maybe it's Bang Bang. Bang Bang, the new app that does this. Okay, I'll be on that and I'll make content. If people go there, I'll make content for that. And, you know, right now it feels like social media is kind of stagnant though, right? Aside from Rumble, there's really nothing else on the horizon. It seems like there's no other app that's coming up. Since I started in 2016, there were new apps. There was Snapchat and that kind of came up and then disappeared a little bit. It's still there, but I don't really know who uses Snapchat these days. I know people do. And there was TikTok or was Musical.ly and then it changed to TikTok and that was big. But what else is there? There's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Rumble, TikTok. Anything else that gets used that has a huge following? Not really. Clubhouse was popping a little bit in 2020 and 2021 just because of lockdowns and people calling in, but that kind of died out. So anyway, Oh, Carson, like liver King going into burger King and intimidating a bunch of, I don't like that kind of public mockery persona. It's just inauthentic. It's just too fake. I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't like that kind of content fine for him if he wants to do that. But you know, like going like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's so 2016, 2017 YouTube. 
you know, people doing like public stunts. I know a lot of people still do that, but I always hated that kind of content. I never liked doing that. Pedro Swole fan member since 2019. Gorilla. Oh, yeah. Pink drink. Brittany Dawn. Brittany Dawn. That's right. Yeah, I could. I could. I, I could just eat steak. Uh, fit, fitophrenic. Cool name. Been here since 2019. The show put the earworm in my brain to take care of my health. I changed my name a lot. Used to be gained off the way, among other names. Currently chilling at 125 pounds down. Woo! That's legit. That's legit. Oh my god! Everyone's like Britney's chasing another swole swole card. Are you guys? Are you guys talking shit? The swole card police. No one's gonna win a swole card today. No one's going to win it. I'll turn this fucking podcast around. I swear to God. I swear to God. How dare you? Not today, Brittany. (laughs) Matthew's like, not today. Oh, God. No, uh you won yesterday. Uh Uh-uh, you won a swole card already. Uh -uh Uh-uh-uh. No, you can't play. I will turn this card around. Uh, Tyler, do you think TikTok would be replaced with a new name or be banned? You mean... Um, if they, would they rebrand? You mean if they sold off their U S division, would they change the name? I don't think they changed the name because TikTok is only the name in the United States. I don't know if it's the same in Europe, but I know in China, TikTok is called like do yen or something do yin. And it's a completely different app. There's completely different things that they show their kids. They only, they can only use it for a couple hours a day. It's all math science and it's all STEM stuff science, technology, engineering, and math. And here in the United States, it's fucking politics and naked girls. Let's see. Oh, yeah, Kim. I remember Papa saying he had one viewer or no viewers when he started. Never quit. Look at him now. Look at me now. Look at me now. Yeah, I remember I used to do the... And still, I I love the tight-knit, you know, live viewers. We get a ton of plays on podcasts. I think a lot of people, you know, where the the time for the stream is random. So not everyone can make it. Um, but we get a lot of replays on rumble and YouTube and audio. So, um, I never judge the podcast by, by the lives. If I did at the same time every day, if it was always 12 noon for all this time, we can all agree that it would be more live when you know, it's at a certain time, but it wasn't conducive to, for me being consistent after a while. But um, I appreciate everyone that's here. But yeah, it used to be, it used to be, I remember it was like one or zero. I remember doing the podcast and it would just have like the I thing would just say zero, go from one to zero. And sometimes it'd be like one and it was my mom, which is actually the most, when I, when you think about it, that's the most important, you know, that was the most important when I just, when I knew it was like my mom, (laughs) my mom watching is one person, but in reality, that's the most important viewer, you know, people that are close to you that support what you're doing. Um, but yeah, yeah. The the most important thing and the most thing that I'm proud of is, you know, no matter who we have or how many people are watching live, it's consistent the whole time. Like the viewer, it's just steady. There's no big drop off. Sometimes you get a boost. Like sometimes if you hit the thumbs up button, YouTube will share with a couple more people. But, um, 
you know, Swolfam goes deep. So I know a lot of people listen to this on replay and stuff like that, which is very important too. That's why I like to, that's why I always like to engage and get your questions live because those of you that are watching live um, is the priority. Jessica Liver King is a walking gimmick with the, the nastiest beard ever. That thing looks like it smells so bad. It does, right? It does. Eric feels like Liver King is trying too hard to stay in the spotlight. Yeah, I said this early on. I said this early on that um, it was going to, he was memeing himself. It was too much. You have to know when to stop. Overdid it. Overdid. I saw this really early on. I'm like, oh, that's going to, it was too much. It was too much. It doesn't come off as real. Obviously, it wasn't real. So. Uh, let's see. Michelle, Daily Swole highlight of my day besides going to the fucking gym. Dazed. Uh, Mark says, I found it hilarious when he said he's going natty. Yeah, dude, he looks the same. He's not natty at all. Get the fuck out of here. I don't think he should be. I don't think he should be. I think that was silly to say. Like, just, yeah, you lied to people. Blatantly lied repeatedly. But I don't think, it's not healthy just to stop. I went natty. Get the fuck out of here. Looks the same. He's not gonna, I, I don't think he should, is my point, too. After using it for that long and that much, you can't just drop shit like that. Especially at his age, you can't just fucking drop. Like, maybe you tone it down a little bit, but he looks the same. He's just, it's not going to be. Um, all right, Lily, you're on the line. Let's take another, what time is it? Oh yeah, we got time. Take a call. Hey, um, I did go to the gym and you keep popping up on my for you page and I'm not going to go to bed. So yeah. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Wow. What was that? Lily, I got like those kind of like chills on my spine. I was like, okay, I'm just having to go to fucking gym. So, okay. That sounded like a dude. It sounded like a dude. You might not be a dude. Or maybe you're a dude that, maybe you're a dude that's playing a dude that looks like another dude that's not a dude. You know what I mean? Like maybe you're one, maybe you're one of those. I don't believe you people. What do you mean, you people? I don't know what you are. Like, maybe that was something else. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. I don't know what that is, but Lily, go to the fucking gym. Whomever you are or whatever you are, go to the fucking gym. And uh... <laughs> Matt sounded like Tom Segura doing a female voice. <laughs> yeah. Jessica said, I think Lily is Lyle. Tyler says, Papa Slay, Slay. Slay. Go fuck yourself. Slay. All right, we're done with questions. That's a, that's, there's usually a sign where it's like, okay, okay, yay, no more questions, no more questions. We're done. We're done. Thank you for playing. That's deep. Hold these nuts. Slay. Slay. Like, I'm getting angry just saying it. Fucking hate that term. Slay. I love how Tyler did the little nail thing. Slay. Slay these fucking nuts. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm upset. Anyway, if you want to enjoy some rage, if you didn't get your fill today yet, go and check out yesterday's drive mall game that we feature in the overtime segment. 
Elon's massive rocket exploded. Papa Swole goes rocket man style. Go check it out inside Swole TV. Join over there at SwoleNormousX.com. So many awesome things over there. Join us today and uh, check it all out. All right, let's go balls deep. Balls deep. Oh, oh. Balls deep. Oh, oh. Let's make some gains. Let's make some gains. Let's make some gains. Boom, boom. Balls deep. Yas, queen, and slay. Yas. Yas. Ugh. All right, I'm starting to get really fucking pissed off. I don't want to do this one from yesterday. Let's pick another one. Hmm. No, I'm going to ditch that one. I don't want it. <laughs> All right, I said this before. I said this, I feel like I said this in the last week or so. When I copy, so after I use a video, I put it in the archive folder. So we keep them around. I can always reference it later. Um, and I love when I copy something that says intentional weight loss MP4 already exists in this location. Do you want to replace it with another piece of shit video? Yes, keep both pieces of garbage. <laughs> we have a video, it's just so stupid. These names, intentional weight loss. Ugh, why do I have multiple copies of that? All right, uh, pick a number. Are these all recent? Uh, these are, Jesus Christ. Yo, this is bad. Pick a number, one, two, three, or four. Let's fucking go. One, two, What's three, or four. One, two, three, or four. One, two, three, or four. One, two, three, or four. Let's go. Let's go. Hit the thumbs up button. How many of you, I mean, you're all watching on YouTube. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't yet. That's probably the most important thing you can do is hit the thumbs up. It does help. YouTube would be like, ooh, people like this shit. They're engaging. You're dropping comments, but hit the thumbs up too if you haven't watched. It takes two seconds. You lazy fuck. Just tap it. Come on. You know you're fucking watching. Yeah, YouTube knows you're watching it. So hook it up. It's like giving me a high five. Think of that. Thumbs up is like, yes. Adventure time. High five. Epic high five. All right, let's go with, uh, mm, 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 mm. let's go Eric Monty, number four. Eric Monty, number four. And we're booing because we know it's going to be terrible. So let's blame Eric for number four. Ooh, this is called, ooh. Oh, Eric, you're going to get a lot of hate, bro. You're going to get a lot of hate. This is nice. This is nice. It's like volunteering yourself for, for a razzing. Um, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. All right. Everyone hit the thumbs up. Everyone hit the thumbs up on YouTube. And uh, let's bring some people in so they can be offended too. This is called You Chose to Eat Food. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it. Holy blueberry. And that's a bad thing? Choosing to eat food? Yeah. Yeah, because you ate all the food. That's Yeah, it is a bad thing. And that's a bad thing. No shit. Have you looked in the mirror lately? You need to improve your lifestyle habits. Thank okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the justification is like, you mean eating food is bad? Uh, yeah. When you're eating low quality and that much of it. Yeah. 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 It is. It is. Jesus Christ. Okay, nice start. Nice start. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Thank you very much. Loud noises! Okay. Um, let's pick a number. One, two, or three. What do we got here? One, two, What's in the or three. Now, once you've had sex with the woman, she will naturally start to depend on you. Okay? All women do this. <laughs> I love that sound. 
Okay, number one, number two, number three. Paul and the Giant Plum. Ooh-wee. Okay, Eric, I'll take full responsibility for this disaster. Yeah, what a shitstorm. What a shitstorm. I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. Okay, let's try this again. Let's go with Kim. We had an awesome post from Kim. Let's go with Kim number two. Kim number two. We choose truth over facts. All right, Kim. And um, Jen. Jen in the Daily Swole is like, Jen, you're still banned. You're still banned. Matt Damon. Jen's still banned. She's still banned from selecting. I appreciate you being here, Jen, but no, no one's paying attention. No one's paying attention to your choices anymore. You And Jen chose number four, too. So Jen already went with that. See? See? This is why you're still banned. Jen has like that. Jen has like that intuition with like, which is like the fucking shittiest post. All right, let's start it off with this trained. She just knows. She just knows intuitively which is the worst one to start with. Yeah, back to the corner. LMFAO, I'll keep trying. Yeah, yeah, all right. Well, on the money. So four, great start. At least it wasn't that long. That's what she said. Uh, this one, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull rank here and do a number, and then we'll raffle off the next two. I'm gonna pull rank because this one's 10 seconds. We'll just do this one like a band-aid right off. Ready for this one, Churchy? Number one, okay, baby? Number one. Okay. Number one. Number one, cutie. Okay, number one. Let's choose number one. Here we go. What's in the box? <laughs> you taught me to never give up. Never give up. Never surrender. All right, this is called Diet Skit. Oh my God, I have to tell you about this new diet I'm on. It's, oh, I'm going to stop you right there. I actually don't do diet talks. I'm sorry. But don't you care about your health? I do. That's why I'm not on one. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, if you're ever having a conversation, can you imagine answering, oh my God, I have to tell you about this new diet I'm on. First off, who starts conversation like that? Oh my God, I have to tell you about this new diet I'm on. Ooh, I'm going to stop you right there. I actually don't do diet talks. I'm sorry. You don't do diet talks? Um, tell me you were a huge, huge pussy without telling me you're a huge pussy. I'll wait. I'll How wait. about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? Ooh, I don't talk about that because it makes me sensitive about. Ooh, I don't do diet talks. Ooh, I don't do diet talks. Uh, okay, Jenny. Okay. Ooh, I don't talk about those things because I've never been successful with healthy lifestyle habits. So, yeah. That makes me uncomfortable because I've never had good results. So, I don't want to... It, 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 just, it just reflects on my own insecurity. So, yeah. So can you stop talking, please? All right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I do get that. SH says, I can see asking not to be involved with diet talk if you have a history of eating disorders, but I wouldn't do it her way. Yeah, no one, like, yeah, no one, no one says it like that. 
But like if you, <laughs> yeah, anyway, you can't tiptoe around people. Like you, you have to have, it's a conversation. You can just smile and nod and this and the other. Like if you don't like spending time with someone, then just don't spend time with them. That's just silly. That's not even a skit. That's just, no one talks that way. No one talks that way. Again, it's not about being on a diet. It's about learning how to eat properly and then maintain that habit. So whatever. Okay, silliness. We know that's not even a thing. That's not even a skit. That's just a silly. No one, no one has conversations like that. All right, number one, number two. Number one, number two. What's in the box? Yeah, right. Uh, Jack says, plus if your friend has a history of eating disorders, you know not to bring it up after they tell you. Yeah, if it's your friend. Um, but at the same time, if you know, like all of you, if you know things that can help other people, you want to share it. But this is why like, I, I don't really, I do the podcast and people that want to hear this stuff comes. And of course I make videos and to get people's attention and then maybe they go deeper, but I don't push people on this stuff anymore. If they ask me a question, I'll tell them, but I'm not going to go out of my way and give them all my time and attention because most people aren't going to do shit. They'll listen to what you have to say for an hour or two and be like, oh, okay. And the next day you'll see them eating a bag of chips. Most people don't want to change. They just want to asking the question of, hey, what do you do where I'm trying to lose weight? Like, oh, are you really? Are you really? Are you? They have to actually be putting in some effort first. A lot of people are going to say that jeopardize your time. And then because psychologically they feel that if they're asking a question that they're doing something, a lot of people are just question whores. They'll ask, they'll ask, they'll research, they'll look, they'll scroll, they'll plan, they blah, blah, blah. And they never actually fucking do anything. So don't waste your time with those people. If they really want it, they'll come after you and they'll ask you and they'll be authentic about it and they'll put it into practice. If not, like just don't waste your time. Like you want to share it with people that you care about, but people aren't really ready to change. They, they really aren't. And it'll just frustrate you. And you all know that when you share with people that are in your circle. Uh, Mika, let's go. Mika, number number one. Number one, uh, Jen, no one's paying attention. No one's paying attention. Number one, Mika, number one, number one. Okay. Mika, number one. No, Jen, we're not. We're doing number two last. Come on. You know what's funny whining. is that number two. God, Jen, you have like a, well, well, you have like the swole thumb. Like she knows the next video. This one is airline airline fat phobia. The next one is white supremacy and fat phobia. How do you know which one is just worse? Jen has like a sixth sense for huge piles of dog shit when it comes to the balls deep video. She just knows which one is going to be horrible. This one's bad too. All right, this one's more airline fat phobia. Mika, um, everyone blame Mika for this one. What's in the box? Uh, more airline fat phobia. So you want to hear my ah. hot take on plus size travel and why I think every plus size traveler should get a free second and even. All right. She's doing a little green screen pop in and she's still ginormous. Like she shrinked the video and she's still. Holy shit, man. Holy. F <laughs> Look at the. <laughs> Look at the change.org thing. Demand the FAA to protect plus size travelers. 226 have signed. Let's get to 500. Right. 500 people give a shit about what you're saying. <laughs> uh, you can multiply it by four because each one is four people. Okay. 
third seat on an airplane, then you better keep watching and sign my petition to make some real change. No. Let's just state facts. Plus size travelers need more space. And they many people agree that plane seats are too small, even for the everyone average size person true as a plus size traveler myself it's i know business. how uncomfortable and unsafe it can be to squeeze into a tiny airplane seat we are not unsafe? asking for special treatment or luxury accommodations we you are jesus christ we're not asking for special treatment or luxury accommodations let me tell you something on an airplane a bigger seat is a luxury that's what you pay for you pay for legroom and a bigger seat that's literally what luxury accommodation is. That's what first class or business class, that's what that is. You're paying more money for more space. Do you know why? Do you know why? It's because you're flying through space in a fucking tube. So in order to make it profitable or try to make it profitable, they have to fit as many fucking people's assholes on the plane as possible. And fat people take up a lot more space. So I am totally fine with a fat person paying more for more space. And I do think it's, I do think it's offensive in a way for people that pay for a seat and have your carcass spewing out over onto their seats. And I'm not saying this to be mean to obese people, but that's very inconsiderate. It's inconsiderate of you to fly and act like you need more space. No, you pay for it or take better care of your health and lose body weight. Get rid of that fat. That's it. Flying sucks. They're trying to make a profit. So they have to shove more people. in. if you want more space, you pay more. Why should you get a luxury accommodation? It's not a luxury accommodation. Tell me, tell me how. If you're on JetBlue, what is it? Extra room or extra leg room or upgrade your seat. That's a luxury accommodation. Hey, you get more space because you're paying more money. Because in order to get more space, we could normally fit three seats in the space of one. So we're going to charge you more because you want more. You want more legroom. You have more money, whatever it is. It just is what it is. This is what it is. Simply want enough space to travel comfortably and safely without fear of being discriminated against because of our size. It's truly that simple. If you agree. It's very simple. These are people that think that you can just print money and just change things and there's no consequences. There's just no consequences. Planes flying through the sky fucking angled. There's just no consequences. <laughs> okay. Everyone's seat is going to go up in price. Every single person's. Every single person's ticket price is going to go up because if you make bigger fucking seats for fat people, guess what's going to happen? You have less seats overall. You're going to have to increase ticket prices. <clears throat> so you're going to try to pass something so the government can subsidize airlines. Great. Then they're printing more money and then, you know, milk costs more and then the consumer price index increase. And then you, you're they're literally, if you get this subsidized or they pass something to do this kind of bullshit, yeah, they're robbing every American for your fat ass. Why don't you take better care of your health? Maybe the, I'm just saying, maybe this is a you problem. Maybe this is because you don't have healthy lifestyle habits. So then everyone else has to be robbed because of your choices. No, I'm going to be, I'm going to pass on communism. A little pass, a little pass on that one. A little pass. Socialist airways. It's going to be just like a, it's going to be like a Subaru WRX, just one of those like 
you know, race cars. It's just stiff. There's not even a fucking radio or it's all steel and metal. It's going to be literally like a fucking cargo hold. They strap you into the side of the plane. Tickets are $1,500 a pop. <laughs> That's it. They don't even land. They just push you out of the fucking plane with a parachute. You're at your destination. Fucking drop you off like Dark Knight Rises. Just Bane style. <laughs> fucking drop the plane. What was it? What was that Operation Dumbo drop or something? That garbage movie from the 90s? It's like drop. What is it? Like an elephant or something? Whatever. That every traveler deserves to fly comfortably and without fear of discrimination, then go ahead and please sign my petition and share it with everybody that you know. Let's work together to make air travel more inclusive and accommodating for everyone. No. No. I want, I want hardcore discrimination on my air travel. <laughs> I want... There's nothing like flying with just discrimination. I want there to be a lot of it. A lot of it. Is that a patchy beard? Go to the fucking back of the plane. I don't know. No, I want my tickets to be, you know, I want, I want tickets to be affordable. Come on, man. I, like the real conversation on a serious note, I guess this is all serious. Like my frustration serious. What do you think that like, I, I feel like that is it's physics, it's physics and it's profit. It's a business. The same reason why you must be this high to ride on a roller coaster. If you're seven, five, you're going to lose your legs and your head. It's just not safe. If you're 500 pounds, you're going to throw off the centrifugal force. You're going to throw off the entire physics of the carnival ride or the, you just can't do it. They can't lower the safety bar. They just can't do it because if it doesn't close, then you're going to fall out and die and they don't want you to die. You're going to put everyone's life at risk if you imbalance the ride on the tracks and X, Y, and Z. It just is what it is. If you want more space, you pay for it. There are seats for obese people. There are seats for taller people. There are seats for that. You just have to pay more, but I shouldn't have to pay more. Well, you do cupcake. You do. Okay. If I want an SUV, guess what? It's going to cost more. SUVs are more expensive. There's more metal. There's more power, bigger engine, blah, blah, blah. You want a bigger fucking car? It's going to use more gas. Well, I shouldn't have to pay more for gas because I have a bigger car. So I should be able to get a better price for shut the fuck up. Then don't buy that car but I can't fit into the smaller one then like, what do you want me to tell you? It, it's just, yeah, that was in Orlando. Mark says, just like that kid that died on the big drop literally fell the seat to his death. Yeah. I mean, of course he should never have been on that fucking ride, you know? So what is that point? What is that point where you have to take personal responsibility? You know, you cannot change the fact that you're six, eight, if you're six, eight, you're also probably wider. You're just a huge fucking person. You're a very rare individual. That's very, very tall. You're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be ducking through doorways. That's like being in someone's house and being like, you need to change your doorways. Cause I have to duck. No, make your own fucking house that has taller doorways. I don't have to change everything that I do for you. It's, it's ridiculous. They have that for planes. They do have planes with more seat room. What do they call those? 
What do they call planes with more seat room? They call them private planes. You go on a private plane, that's still a big plane. And maybe it has 10 seats, right? How many, how many, how many seats does a private plane have? Let's just say it's an executive flight. There's different size planes. I get it. So let's say it's 10 seats, 20 seats. It's a smaller plane. Guess how much each seat is going to cost if you want to fly it. It's a smaller plane, yes, but it still uses fuel, still has a pilot, still has a stewardess, you know, still has all these regulations and taxes and fuel costs and things like that. It's going to cost you 10, 15 grand for a flight or more or whatever. I don't know what it is. I own 14 grand or no, 14 people. So whatever the price is for that. I know there's different companies that are making it more affordable and they have shares and, you know, it's trying to make private air travel a little bit more popular, you know, influencers pay for that. And then take a picture, like lighting onto my gen. They watch them with their Louis Vuitton bag, like getting on the plane, going to me, you know, shut the fuck up. Just live your life. No one cares. Right. So let's say it's a couple, it's 20,000, 30,000, depending on where you're flying to the crew, the size, all that stuff. They have those planes available. And you could take a morbidly obese person on it because you got space, but it's going to cost you an arm and a leg, just like your diabetes. So either do that or stop complaining because that's your problem. Your lifestyle habits led to your situation. Why is everyone else having to foot the bill? And that's the sinister part. It's inclusive. You're discriminating. I'm the bad person. I'm discriminating. You're blaming me for being a bad, you're, you're calling me a bad person because you won't stop eating. You don't lift weights. You don't take care of your health. So I have to pay more because you let your body go. We have to stop subsidizing laziness and apathy. We have to stop subsidizing victimhood. It's disgusting. It's your responsibility. Then don't fly, take a bus, drive. You can be as comfortable as you want. Use your own car, all that stuff. But I should be able to, you shouldn't. If they want to make a fat airline, cool. It's not going to do well. What you want is more for less. You want a handout. We shouldn't have to, but you do. But you do. But you do. If you want to be magically flown through the fucking sky like an Egyptian god, you're going to have to pay more if you want to be comfortable. Oh, the seat's a little bit small. Then stop eating cake. Jesus Christ, go for a walk on occasion. Change your lifestyle habits or don't fly. Or don't fly. It's not being inclusive. It's running a terrible business. It's not making money. Guess what happens when a business doesn't make profit? It's no longer a business. Businesses have to make profit. That's what a business does. Okay? Oh, fucking hell. All right. Um, we're going to finish this. We're going to finish this off. What's in the box? What with white? We're going to finish this off with some white supremacy. I mean, I feel like this goes hand in hand, you know, logic and common sense, not making every airline a fucking private jet. It's got to be a result of white supremacy, right? It's got to be. Holy shit. What the fuck is on your head? All right, let's play this. I'm going to go on a limb here. And like, this is going to be a huge shitstorm. What is, 
what is with your head? What is going on back there? All right, let's go. Did you know that fat phobia, white supremacy, and anti-blackness are intertwined? Did you know uh, that if you want to dismantle fat phobia, that you have to be anti-capitalist? Did you know that you have to be a communist? Because Marxism, I spent 150 grand to be brainwashed. Okay. Did you know that there are more steps than body positivity to dismantle fat phobia in all of its forms? I'm going to rewind this idiocy. Did you know that there are more steps than body positivity to dismantle fat phobia in all its forms? No one knows what the fuck you're talking about. How are those student loans treating you? Forms. If you didn't, that's completely okay, which is why I recorded a podcast episode about it because a lot of people don't know these things. And no one's going to listen to it. Who wants to listen to that kind of shit? Who does? Who does? Someone else who doesn't have friends? Oh. Oh. Um, and, well, I recorded it with my friend Eli and Talora, who are both fat activists. <laughs> Eli and Talora? And fight to dismantle fat phobia in all of its forms. If you want to listen to the episode of my podcast, you can no. go in the link in my bio. No. And yeah, and there's also a lot of cool, other cool things that I touch on in my podcast. Like Twinkies? Like international student rights. Um, international student rights. Oof. List something else that sounds more miserable than that. White feminism. There you go. All right. I challenge accepted, apparently. Hey, look, in addition to this, you can, you can, we, we go over international student rights. Okay. White feminism as opposed to feminism. White feminism. And an array of other topics. So yeah, go check it out. Also go follow Eli and Taylor for giving you this awesome information. If Queef was a person, like it'd be. Matt Damon. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I'll be damned. It's always impressive, like how many words can be said in sequence that just... Nothing. Talk about a word salad. Did you know that fat phobia, white supremacy, and anti-blackness are intertwined? No, because fucking 70% of what you just said is made up. So I'm going to say this, and this, of course, is a response to any of these stupid videos. Anytime. Yeah, I'll do the nipples. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Any, like any of this stuff, whenever you hear the term dismantling and all the extra work to dismantle, Let me clarify again. It's never done. The whole boogeyman dismantling is exactly what it sounds like. It's a, right, from Wolf of Wall Street, it's a fugazi, it's a fugazi. Doesn't exist, right? It's that. Wow. That wasn't Matthew McConaughey, but Owen Wilson, it's pretty close. It's smoke and mirrors. It's the boogeyman. You can always, we always have to dismantle. Anytime you know, anything happens if they get a little bit, 
if they get right, give a mouse a cookie, they're not done. They're going to get that taste. It's like a shark, okay? It's like a shark, and they get that bloods in the water. When you take a knee and you bend over and you give a win to any of this victim bullshit, this Marxist shit, they just want more. It doesn't satisfy anything. It doesn't satisfy anything. Nothing about a shark. He's got lifeless eyes, black eyes, like a doll's eye. It's just nonsense. Let me just read the next part. I'm not going to play it again. My God. Did you know that if you want to dismantle fat phobia, you have to be anti-capitalist? Yes, I know. No shit. No shit. She's telling you that she's a Marxist. She's just telling you, you have to be anti-capitalist. If you want to dismantle fat phobia, what the fuck does that mean? Exactly. If you don't know what that means, that's the point. It can mean whatever they want it to mean in the moment. It's a moving target. It's an apparition. It's a blurry video. It's blur. It's bleh. It's bleh. That's exactly right. The reason why you'll hear people call the left a cult. This is a cult. And in a cult, you always have to have an other. And this is exactly what Matt just said in the comments. It's like from 1984, there's always an agent of Goldstein. That's right. Doesn't exist. It's not there. It's just this fucking figment of this enemy and this person that's subverting blah, 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 blah. And they use that to weed out people that are against the party in 1984. If you haven't read that book, read it. If you've read it a long time ago, read it again. It just, it's not science fiction, right? It's not, it, it's, it's too real. That's, it's hard to read nowadays. It, it's really hard to read that nowadays. Sean Max says the best thing Karl Marx did for the human race was die. And if you know anything about Karl Marx's life, it's disgusting. He's a gross person. He's a nasty person. He's gross. Um, but yeah, there's always an other. Did you know that if you want to truly dismantle it, you have to be anti-capitalist? Oh, we know. We're aware. Thank you for sharing. Um, but in other words, it's never enough, right? Fat phobia, body positivity, give a little bit. They want more. And then you talk back and you're still a meanie. Oh, they take more. And then you're still a meanie. Give us this. And you're not this. And you're not on your knees and you're not jerking off on your own face and then calling it a, I don't know, whatever. You're not doing that. And then you do that. And like, it's, oh, but you're not this. It's more, it's more, it's more, it's more. It never ends. It never ends. I don't know what jerking off in your face had to do with it, but we don't. Who wants to do that? And like, I, I'd probably rather jerk off my own face than like listen to this video again. It's just never enough. It's never enough. You give into this shit a little bit. They want more because that's what power is. That's what this subver subvertive language is. Dismantle fat phobia. If you're thinking, what the fuck does that mean? That's exactly the point. It doesn't mean anything. And the, the gender shit, the what is a woman, the definitions of a woman, the defi all changing definitions. The reason why that is so sinister, this bullshit with gender ideology, the reason why that's so subversive is it's the same, it's the modern day two plus two equals five. If they can break your foundational understanding of reality than anything else's game. That's why that's the hill to die on. 
That's absolutely why we always talk about that because it's insane. Boys that are exposing themselves in front of girls in locker rooms, like there's starting to be a lot more pushback. It's fucking insane. It's literally insane. I don't care. You could say whatever the fuck you want. No, no, you're insane. And you're manipulative. And I'm not going to bow to that bullshit. That's a hill to die on. Absolutely. Because you break that foundation, you get everyone to go along with, oh, then I don't know what the woman is. I don't know what the man is. I don't know what the man is. Then they'll get you to fucking believe and go along with anything. That's the premise of the whole two plus two equals five in 1984 that's the because two plus two is four period end of story it is four and it's so obviously four i think the only thing more obvious than two plus two equals four is one plus one equals two but there's no difference is there it's the same thing and if you can bend or get someone to to bow to that and to break that foundation of reality, then anything goes. And that's what's happening. That's why everything is getting more insane as people give into this. They'll take more. They'll get more ridiculous, right? It's bad. It's bad. And anyone that says they're not paying attention. And this is why you have these revolutions. This is why you have these people coming into power. This is why Nazi Germany, this is why that fucking ramped up because good people say nothing. People just go along with it. And they don't want to break the status quo. They're afraid. They just want to, they don't want to say anything. And by the time they're like, oh, this is really bad. They can't say it out loud. They just have to think it. They can't step away. They can't step outside. They can't talk back because it's too fucking late. They took in the ass for too long. They took a knee for too long. They bowed, they smiled and waved for too long. This is, it's scary when you see people go along with this shit. And I know it always comes back to that and everyone always uses that as the example, but there are many other examples. It's just the one that was, that's fresh in everyone's mind, but it's real. And that's a, that, that's a deep conversation. Like how did people let that happen? How did people let that happen? You saw it in 2020. You saw it in 2021, Matt, the great, just, uh, just doing my job is the most dangerous thing in history. You saw that in 2020 and 2021. You saw that with the vaccines. You saw that when these crazy triple mask wearing lunatics were trying to string people up by their fucking feet for not getting an injection. I didn't forget. Most of you haven't forgotten. Don't forget that shit. The same people that are going to pretend like, oh, we've always been looking into this and oh, it did come from a lab and oh, it was released in China and they're working on a vaccine since 2019. No fucking shit. We've been yelling at this, yelling about this for four fucking years. No shit. Some people used all of their brain cells and were thinking and talking about it. So it's very scary. If that doesn't frighten you, what's happened over the last couple of years uh, just um, ramp that up. That's the same fucking thing that happened in the, in the thirties. It's the same fucking thing. You just didn't have social media, right? You didn't have that connectivity. You didn't have that ability to, to communicate with people. So I'm thankful for the internet and social media. You can call it a poison. You can call it a toxic, but I think it saved our fucking country uh, in the past few years. That's for damn sure. But um, don't forget that shit. Don't forget that shit. It's the same thing. 
and this is always knocking at the door. And what better way than to actually challenge yourself, work hard, do better for yourself. What better way than to just complain and blame someone else for your shortcomings? It's essentially what this oppression dynamics is. If you are familiar with Marxism, but you know, you can blame FAFO, you can blame capitals and blame all this shit as they fucking chat on their phones. Well, how's that? How's that working out for you? How's your, how's that working out for you? Making your, your Marxist videos with your cell phone that was created with slave labor. How's that? How's that working out for you? Oh, it's white supremacy. Tell that to the fucking slaves in the Congo that are fucking dying for your cobalt for your cell phones. So you can fuck all the way off. You can fuck all the way off. I mean, that that's the hill to die on. That's not, not allowing any of this insanity or idiocy to permeate. <sighs> Speak up. You'll like it. You're don't sell yourself. Don't sell your soul. You lose your integrity. And then the cope that needs to happen that you see a lot of people pretending like, oh, well, we didn't know it was the pandemic and we didn't, well, we didn't know. You hear a lot of your, your libtard friends that are saying this shit. We didn't know it was crazy. It was hectic. You know, and we're just learning this now. And you know, oh, yeah, we didn't know, but we didn't know. No, it was crazy. There was so much stuff going on. Oh, oh, was there? You couldn't hear over the sound of your own screams against people that were trying to utilize their freedoms and use logic and common sense. That's why you didn't know, because you weren't fucking paying attention. You were just pointing fingers. It's one thing at the beginning to have like, you know, you're nervous, you're scared. You know, you get caught up in at the beginning, but really quickly, it was obvious and apparent. Um, anyway, Use your words. Words matter and they're important. And your voice is important. Don't let these fucking lunatics push you around. And don't smile and wave when it comes to obvious fucking reality. Nope. Not going to fucking happen. I am the danger. All right. Let's uh, give away today's swole card. Absolutely fantastic. Good rant. And uh, go check out yesterday's Drive Mall Gaming inside Swole TV. Uh. Oh, God, yeah. Let's fucking go. All right, swole slut time. Here we go, Bishes. Falcon. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, so let's go. So let's go. DeSantis Swolio 2024. I am going. Let's see here. Fam, today's winner of the swole card is your very own Kim. Fam, it has to be. Talk about a swole slut. Any questions? I don't think so. Amazing fucking post. Been in the swole fam and part of this community for six years. Amazing changes. Fucking unreal. If you're thinking about not going to the fucking gym today, uh... Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Congratulations, Kim. Thank you so much for being here. And of course, you were dropping tons of hashtags. So well-deserved. 
Uh, send us that email to sportsnormous.com, swole card 2542 in the subject, your mailing address, and the body of the email will send you the swole card. Also, Matthew says, I thought for sure he was going to say Brittany. No, Brittany. No soup for you. No, Brittany today. The more you hate me, the more you will learn. All right, tomorrow's Ask Papa Swole You Live. So, lots of questions tomorrow. Go to askpapaswoleo.com. Submit a question if you want to be featured, if you want your call to be featured. And we'll take some soundboard requests. So if you got it, drop in the comments below. Congratulations, Kim. <laughs> Leave Brittany alone. Hashtag save Brittany. Yes, Well, I, I could be wrong, but I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Smooth, very, very smooth stuff, very classy. I'm learning a lot from you right now, dude. Yes, sir. Ooh, nutsack, drum set. I'm gonna put my nutsack on your drum set. Yes, sir. Emotional damage. I got hairy legs. You can be fat and be healthy. I'm sorry, Lizzo, healthier than I will ever be. Shut up, bitch. Another example of cake gender would be if someone feels like they have different layers or flavors to their particular gender. Well, rusty spoons, gotcha, fam. I like to caress rusty spoons. This is Milton Cubicle. I'm Hubert Cumberdale. This is Marjorie Stewart Baxter. Ooh. What a creepy fucking cartoon. You lose! Ooh, Steve Austin. Let's go when I'll get that. Ooh, baby. I didn't know they stacked shit that high. The kid isn't that boring. I don't think it means what you think it means. Get it, church. Get it, baby. Get it, baby girl. Fantastic. Look at the little churchy. Look at you. You're so cute. You're so cute. You're so cute. Thank you so much, fam, for being here. Appreciate your time and attention. Make sure you join the fam over at SwarmormousX.com to check out all the amazing shit we have over there. Oh, my God. Crank that beach up. We'll see you tomorrow for Ask Papa Soyo Live. <sighs> Daily Swole 2543. See you there. Peace, McGee's Deuce, Magoose, your boy, Papa Soyo. Oh, 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 oh.
Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh, then they so mad, it's like. Yeah, I found that Young King with my crown at Ten racks in the fanny